Welcome to MadeCast. I'm your host, Cody Johnston, and I'm an intern architect. And I'm your co-host, Stephanie Pollock, an interior designer. This is the podcast exploring the role of art and design in Western Canadian society. This podcast is proudly produced by MADE, Edmonton's not-for-profit design advocacy voice. This mini-series number one is brought to you by Dialogue Design. Dialogue Design is a locally born, internationally grown design firm behind some of the most important landmarks in our city. I'm thinking the River Valley Mechanized Access, AKA the Funicular, the Royal Alberta Museum, and most notably, the Walterdale Bridge. This series, we will get to know some of the people behind our arts and design culture. Subsequent semi-annual mini-series releases will investigate important topics, trends, and some of the impossible questions designers face, all with the goal of elevating the discourse of design in our wonderful frozen city. With MADE, usually we try to go on tours and we try to do tangible things where we can we can go and touch and, and, and walk and listen and smell the design, right? And we can't right now. It's very uh, anti-scientific uh, to go and smell and touch things right now. So <laughs> I think this podcast is really, uh, it's what made needs right now to, to continue to bring the community together. Even though it's a one-way street, even though I know there's no feedback with the design culture through this uh, medium, because it's kind of a radio program where it's one way, where our voices are just getting out. And I think, you know, we recognize that, but I think the most important thing is that there's something for people to listen to and feel like they're still connected. I mean, COVID has shown us that Connecting in person is just not possible at this time. So MADE has pivoted and we have established this platform and hopefully people still feel inspired and connected after they listen to our conversations. Well, what I've learned about modernism and and buildings is that if it doesn't gain the love of the general population it's going to get torn down and the most sustainable building is one that already exists right so we really need to make buildings that people love and want and want to keep as part of our cultural history right so the most high performing building is a box without windows (laughs) (laughs) and a door to get in and out and you know the perfect mechanical system that provides one air change per hour and you know all of the we can solve it very easily technically but it's nothing someone would ever want or love to be in so I think that's the beauty of our profession is we get to balance um, these ideas and, and sort of again what does the client want with what does the building code need and what does you know what does the possibility of construction uh, done in an innovative way provide right yeah well a lot of all of the work that i do is mostly around my family or my home like regionalism is really important to me um and so when i was moved when i was living in la i would only be thinking about edmonton and 
I really missed like the seasonality changes there. It's like always just kind of warm and it actually gets greener in the wintertime because it's not as hot. Just And so it gets really strange. And um, so a lot of my practice is always around developing the things that are around us. And so I think that's always been a current in all of the work that I do. And architecture and art are just the vehicle for the conversations that I'm looking to have. I wanted to have an element of surprise, not that there weren't already enough surprises in that room, but as people walked in through the, the tiered arches, um, I wanted to kind of pre-choreograph their, um, the, their visceral responses and also um, where their eye went. And so the last point is where you uh, circle into the room, go over the arches, uh, make your way to that curved mirror, and as you're coming out, then you kind of be hit with that spiked blue ceiling. Um, so it's just kind of a reminder that sometimes life is, you know, uncomfortable, has friction, is is spiky, and not necessarily ugly, but oftentimes if we change our vantage point, we can turn some experiences that are not so pleasant or some parts of ourselves that aren't so polished um, into something that is really our best-selling feature. You know, I think we're so entrenched in what we're doing these days. I think a lot of people are really busy, to be honest. Um, and I think it's kind of dangerous because there's no break. There's no like um, taking a deep breath and or feeling valued and validated. It's just kind of a slog right now. And so I think at least giving people this outlet where they can where they can feel um, connected, where they can like listen in and say, oh, I know Shafraz. Oh, it's so great. I got to hear Shafraz talk. And it's like, oh, cool. I learned all these things about him and I didn't know that before. Um, so I think, yeah, I think we're just, you know, trying our best to keep us all connected. So Maidcast, what, what, is it, what does it mean to you, Stephanie? I think what we are out to create is to establish a platform where we can share really creative and influential people in the city of Edmonton. And so really funny story behind this, but I'd asked her to make the painting of, a, you know, um, an androgynous, two people that were androgynous looking, you couldn't tell if they're male or female, just so that we could, you know, superimpose mirrors and have people be able to see their reflections. Wires got crossed and then turns out that she had painted a big painting of myself. And of course she had her husband. And so to me, it was a few weeks before opening day. And I'm like, I can't be that designer. It's about, I don't want people to think I'm the narcissist. It's a, it's a satire of the way we interact. And so I, it was a very come to Jesus moment. And it worked beautifully because at the end of the day, half the people didn't realize it was, but then it really drove the point home. Um, that, you know, we are, we do use social media and we do um, find some form of, gra not gratification, but self-discovery through not being ashamed at our use of social media or taking selfies or really exploring, like, how do, how does the outside world view me? Actually, there's a stack effect happening in there. So there's clear story up there. So the windows are operable. I always try to get the stack effect in all of my buildings if possible when it's more than one story. Um, so we were talking about all of that expression and it the x just like appeared and it clicked and um the x is part of the infinity sign which is in the metis flag 
and it's also part of the Métis crossings, which is the Métis crossing logo is a part of the infinity sign as well. So it all just kind of like came together. Um, it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't like, where can I put that infinity sign in this building? It just like kind of happened. I think today we have still a hell of a lot of work to do. We've only just begun the conversations. We've only just begun even reconciliation in any significant manner. Like, yes, we acknowledge land we are borrowing from Indigenous nations, but have we made, made any reparations? And that's the hard work we need to do. We need to figure out what is going to be a fair, equitable, and just way to to build community with all of these groups that have been left behind. Special thanks on this trailer episode to Jordan Ast and Anka Gongle for music and engineering. The rest of the team includes Caitlin Schultz, Stephanie Pollock, and me, Cody Johnston. Madecast is produced in Edmonton on Treaty 6 territory. If this trailer intrigued you, head over to your favorite podcast app and give us some love. If you want to learn more about Made, who we are, what we do, and how you can help us out, head over to joinmade.org.